Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comedy Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And the crime junkies are finally back doing a crime show. My God, is is Mars in retrograde? Has the world started spinning backwards? Who knows? But y'all, we finished a crime show. I love that for us. I love that for us. Don't forget to um, drink your water, wear some sunscreen, and a mask while you listen to today's episode on SBS's Through the Darkness. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Through the Darkness is a SBS Friday, Saturday, uh, 12 episode crime thriller. Uh, it literally just got airing done airing yesterday. <laughs> Um, it is written by a woman, Soyinan, and directed by a woman, Park Bo Rum, starring Kim Nam Gil, Jin Song Kyu, Kim So Jin, and a plethora of other veteran actors. This drama is based off the autobiography of the first um, crime profiler in South Korea called Kwon Il Young, um, and the journalist turned author, Konamu. Um, and depicts his work as basically starting the criminal behavior analysis team in Seoul, South Korea. It's based off in the 90s. It's a very great show. Oh my god. Let's do a spoiler-free review mm-hmm. before we jump into spoilers. My spoiler-free review is sitting at a 9.5 right now. I don't know what else to tell y'all. This is a master class on acting. It is it is a perfect crime show without being camp which a lot of crime shows can do sometimes it is the first show in a while where i have have had visceral fucking reactions Mm -hmm. to things um i i was never taken out because of the acting the editing the music there's i have no complaints besides the length it was 12 episodes and I feel like I did us a little dirty on that, but I, I was just, it's so good. And I don't think I've fallen in love with a crime show like this since stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that's my spoiler for review. What's your spoiler for review, Miriam? Um, I gave it an eight out of 10. And I will say that I started this show, a combination of you talking about how much you liked it. And the fact that I like Kim Nam. Kim Nam-gil is an actor and mm-hmm. it was crime so I was like oh okay I have to try it out but it was it was one of the shows where I didn't feel like every crime they solved was made too long like it wasn't like 10 episodes right. of them trying to find one killer so you didn't mm-hmm. feel you didn't feel like the story was it was dragging on and that's what I liked about it yes 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 so let's just jump into through the darkness we start with our lovely meow meow song mm-hmm. Young. we know he's not like the other detectives um <laughs> he's not like the other girls um he's a very um introverted character who is passionate about his job um we get that he kind of got into crime after he fell into the water and found a the the, the body of a deceased woman and so he kind of developed a small trauma from that, but wanting to help people 
who were lonely and victims and give them voices. So he became a cop. And, you know, this is set in the 90s. So, you know, police regulations weren't all that pretty. They're not all that pretty now. But it's notorious in South Korea that police would, like, beat confessions out of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, in the 80s and 90s. And you kind of get to see that culture. And then we get to see how Hyungi's like, I'm not about that life. And while we're, we're also doing this, we get to see um, Kuk Yong-soo, who is head of the forensics department. And he's talking about, he's been trying to talk his superintendents and his bosses into letting him start a criminal behavior analysis team because of um, profilers in America and how that we're going to need that in South Korea as the country rapidly becomes more advanced. Um, and the economy continues to grow. And so it's basically, the story starts there. And it, I feel like unlike most crime dramas, it started off on a very much slower foot. Mm-hmm. A lot of crime dramas either, we're starting off with an arrest or there's this like case that this detective has never been able to solve and it's like driving him insane and it's like driving force for whatever he does or it's like, here's like corruption and things like that. And I thought this was a very realistic depiction of police mm-hmm. and policing and police departments. So we start off there and then we basically see Hyung um Hyung ends up meeting a they will they arrest a rapist and so Hyung starts to go and conversate with this guy after meeting Kuk Young Soo because the guy when he was um brought into the precinct was he looked at the person that they think had killed his girlfriend. He's like, Oh, he's not our murderer and Hyung is like intrigued. He's like, "How do you know what a murderer looks like?" He's like, "Real, recognized, real." And I was just sitting here like, "I have <laughs> never, out of all the crime shows I've watched, having this many visceral reactions to the criminals is a first for me." Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times they try to make criminals so villainistic yeah that it feels campy and it's like you're never gonna meet this type of person that or they like hire the finest actor in the world mm-hmm. and there's like it's a villain so you're like you're kind of with the murderer and stuff because he's hot and it's it's a very real depiction of criminals and how they are and how narcissistic they are because this guy is like oh oh you want to talk to me well you got to get me like in the like the private rooms and stuff like that and so it's showing you how they pick the right person who was going to end up becoming a profiler. Cause when I tell, when I saw that first interrogation scene, so there, this is first. So let me tell you about the case. The case is basically there's these home invasions that keep happening and the women and the victims are what naked and um, sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to find the captor and they keep saying, everybody keeps seeing this guy with a red hat and so they arrest the guy who they think is the red hat and they thought it was the boyfriend at first because there's no other like how other way is supposed to get into her house and all that stuff and so Hyung um figures out that it it can't be the boyfriend um because he keeps on talking to this other guy who um is a rapist and and so he keeps talking to him and he keeps slowly seeing how this guy looks at the world and how he can recognize another killer or murderer or something or whatever mm-hmm. and so they find out that it's this chinese delivery guy he's like very timid and like very like no one would ever think of course that's you know if you are into true crime most people who are branded as serial killers and murderers don't look like what i feel like the larger part of media brands as serial killers and murders and so when we got that first interrogation scene where Hyungi was suspicious of this kind of like meek guy 
I was like, if Kim Nam Gil doesn't get a fucking daesung for this role, I was sitting, I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) I was like, oh, we're about to get a confession. He's about to corner this guy. And the interrogation was so, it wasn't like, it wasn't theatrical at all. It was just a very direct line of questioning. And that could be boring to some people who are kind of into more um, high risk, um, crime shows but i like the fact that this wasn't high risk right mm-hmm. and so Hyung gets this guy they get arrested and he decides to join the criminal behavior analysis team and so every episode it's kind of just like showing you how the criminal analysis behavior team was you know first looked down upon people didn't want to work with them there's like you guys aren't investigators you aren't cops like what the fuck do you do you just go and sit and talk to criminals and so you slowly get to see how they become essential parts of the criminal justice system um and you get to fall in love with the characters which was so fucking easy to do like i have haven't watched a project in a while where i haven't i have no complaints about any of the actors <laughs> any of the criminals any of the supporting roles everything felt real there because you know like sometimes you watch shows and sometimes like somebody's acting will take you out or you're like oh i'm not this whatever emotion they're trying to emote it's not emoting it's not giving yeah. <laughs> and Every single actor, every single criminal, all the people that they got to play these like notorious serial killers, I was like, I'm sick to my stomach. I want to throw up. <laughs> I want to throw up. And so, yeah, what did you think about like the acting? Um, I think the acting was really good coming from a, from all of them. There was, mm-hmm. I didn't have any visceral reactions to any of the stuff in the show except for um let me find the name of the killer the killer that went around to um that kept changing his weapon from the pocket knife to the the rainy knife. thursday killer yeah, yeah yeah when he smashed that girl's head in when she was sleeping was i was like whoa um right the way his face and just the the like what is it called the speed in his arm was the only time like I've seen quite a few Korean dramas, like crime dramas. That was the only time that was like, oh, that kind of like, like made me disgusted. But mm-hmm. um, the way I saw this show was like informational more than just like a crime show. Like it was mm-hmm. like as Kim Nam Gil's character went through everything, studied these um, criminals, you know, like I was learning along the way. So that was more like my viewing of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... When if we want to talk about like the actors who played the serial killers, all all of them bodied these roles first yeah. of all, because there was not one person that I was like, oh, he's not a criminal. No, <laughs> all of you are straight penitentiary. Um, I didn't think it, the worst one for me. I didn't think it was gonna get worse than the rapist at the beginning because the way he was so nonchalant yeah. about committing sexual assault, I was like, I'm I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> like I'm like. Like, we hear this type of rhetoric, like, a third of it on, like, the internet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When people talk about consent. But this guy was just like, you know, I was trying to get some free... He was just like, so... I was sitting here like, I can't do this. I can't when he was like, this. when the, the, the reporters are like, what would you like to say? And he was like, he said something about society. And then he said, I wish women would act better or dress better or something. And I was like, oh. Oh, no. You talk about the raincoat killer. I'm talking about yeah. the guy at the very beginning. I'm talking about the guy in blue. Like, he was just so, like... 
I was like, I'm unsettled at how normal you think this conversation mm-hmm. is. And so then we got we got him. Then we got the guy who was writing numbers on people's doors. Yeah. He was fine. And then we got the raincoat killer. And I was just like, okay, now this is worse. Because <laughs> that motherfucker. I've, you know where I could not place this actor? He was in B-Mellow Dramatic. He was in B-Mellow Dramatic. And he I was saw you. Yeah. Yeah, he was Daniel Ben's boyfriend. And I was like, that's where I've seen your face. That's why I think you're attractive. And then I have to put place the character. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, the raincoat killer, that, it was, everything was good in his scene. Like, because we've seen so many crime dramas, you're kind of numb to a lot of it. Yeah. When he started using the pen to slice like to dismember the body on the paper yeah. i was like okay yeah we're we're kidding on my nerves and the visceral reaction from like Young and young where they were just like they have to like i we'll get to like the humanity part of this but like the fact that i could feel the emotions that the project was trying to tell us like what you're supposed to feel that uncomfortableness without it feeling forced i really like that mm-hmm. um so you know and then I didn't think it was going to get worse than the raincoat killer. And then we got the rainy Thursday killer. And I was sitting here like, this interrogation scene, and he's an Emmy. Because I was so uncomfortable. There's like natural beats. Because we consume so much media, there's natural beats in the length of shows and the length of shots mm-hmm. and how we do dialogue. And so like when you're watching something, you're like, oh, we're going to cut now. Oh, we're gonna, you know, there's like an an unconscious natural rhythm to stuff. Yeah. And to intentionally go against that rhythm without it feeling weird or forced was it's it's a very good way to make stuff uncomfortable. Like good horror does this a lot, but good crime shows don't do it often. And when they do do it, it can be like, Why was that so long? Or like you get bored or you get taken out of the scene, but that interrogation that's not even an interrogation scene. It's a confessional. It's a confessional of this man being like so excited to explain to Hyung about why and how he murders people, mm-hmm. and that that for me it was a visceral uncomfortableness in that scene and between and the 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 balance between Hyung and the guy who's playing the Thursday killer. I was just like. I I was like my chest hurts like I'm I'm tapping my fingers like I'm itching to fast forward because it's making me feel a certain way mm-hmm. but it was such great fucking acting <laughs> it was such good acting that I was just like I oh god I don't know if I'll ever feel that way like during a scene again because I don't watch a lot of horror and stuff like that so that uncomfortableness I thought was really great um but yeah, and so you get all of these really great scenes, but I think my favorite part is the humanity in which is placed in the police officers. Okay. I am still a cab. Don't 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 listen to this podcast and think I'm not. A cab every day, all day. But it's very easy for crime shows to be like, okay, we have the detective that doesn't listen to anybody and does whatever the fuck he wants. And then we have the female detective who has to be almost superhuman to be one of the boys, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, she's either like super strong. She's above all her counterparts. And the fact that everybody just felt like people who were doing their jobs and just were cops and had natural human abilities, like was refreshing. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like there's a hyper masculine, kind of aspect that happens in a lot of male lead characters for crime shows that's very Mm off-putting it's like a lot of them can either like be reaching for misogyny or they can be like extremely 
aggressive and confrontive and it's like a one-dimensional trick pony um and i feel like some of the best crime shows are the ones that don't do that um or you know it's either they're a one-trick pony or they're like extremely introverted and assholes (laughs) to the point that it's annoying and the only introverted asshole that i love is our baby from secret forest because he was you know it was just how he was and he wasn't doing it to be you know um doing it to be like negative towards people you know what i'm saying yeah and so to see song ha young be a character that like immediately empathizes and feels for victims without it being cheesy was really great for me like when when they had the missing child case and they were looking for her dismembered body parts to see him like shaking i was Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) yeah you're shaking because like looking for the missing fingers of a child is a traumatic experience you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of crime shows to be like to be a cop you have to be hard you can't show any emotion and it's like no <laughs> dealing with these you know people who are considered clinically psychopathic or you know who are just unhuman and inhumane is a toll on detectives and so to have Young like immediately react to stuff like that was very refreshing for me mm-hmm I would like to say that I'm very happy that um, his mom did not die in the show because that one scene almost got Bless me. I really thought God. she got stabbed. I, <laughs> what I tell you, I said, if this crime show kills his loved one, I'm going to have a fuck. I'm a fi- it would make no sense. It would. I was like, <laughs> it wouldn't. It would make the- no sense. And crime shows love to be like, your loved ones are always at risk. And it's like, <laughs> Nine times out of ten, no, it's not. Because, like, they'll be, like... Because most crime shows, it's, it's, like, one big villain who has a vendetta on exactly, everybody. Yeah. And they're willing to kill you, your dog, your fish, <laughs> the, the milkman who delivers your milk on Tuesday. Like, and so for this to be, like, a realistic thing where, I mean, they wanted to show the danger of, like, a woman being alone. And when yeah. they chose his mom, I was like, if you motherfuckers <laughs> kill his mama, I'm a scream. <laughs> I was like, we we can't do this. And then his mom walked in. I said, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. The show is really g- good at giving you, oh, shit, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> the show oh. is really good at that. And then that one scene where, um, uh, is her name? Yeah, Yun Tegu was mm-hmm. in that woman's house. And the landlord lady kept calling her miss. And he was like, and Hyung's character was like, no she's a she's a detective like detective i was like oh hi young is pro women okay (laughs) give her her title that's how you know that she is written by a woman yes give her her title (laughs) wait i don't think i don't think i realize how how easily a lot of crime show men characters are like low-key massages so like i'm not working with the women i don't want to be a partner with the woman like how many times have we heard that and hi young from the back he corrected people twice and i was like oh Hayogi's really pro-woman. Oh, we love this. Oh, I can love this man. Like, right? And so my favorite... Well, I have two favorite scenes for Tegu. My first is when she slapped the dog shit out of Kim Bong Shik. I said, that's my bitch. That is my mother. Oh, my God. I, I'm creating a fan edit for Through the Darkness. So I was, like, re-watching scenes. Mm-hmm. When I tell you the cathartic... 
catharticness <laughs> I felt in my chest when she slept. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had to rewatch it like three times. Kimbone Chic is has to be the worst. No, for real. <laughs> Corrupt nothing. Costing almost <laughs> did, losing a a um a criminal. Like I was like fire his ass what what is he doing here y'all talk about like oh you know him he has he has anger issues okay so why is he here like <laughs> yeah it's like it's this weird loyalty thing about keeping this incompetent ass cop around and i'm sitting here like you have got to be fucking kidding me this bitch was at the sauna more than he was on the crime scenes yeah i was sitting here like he was so and every time he wanted to say something sly about Hyung, i was like somebody just pop him in the mouth someone just deck just deck that bitch in the mouth i you know who i wanted to meet i wanted kim bone chic and the cop from the beginning who was like beating up beating confessions uh-huh. out of people after he turned a new leaf he would have beat the shit out yeah. I would have loved that <laughs> I love that they gave that moment to Taegu though yeah. because his whole little misogynic trip about well you know I'm treating you very he's like I, you know I'm you know you're my favorite you know he when he said something about oh because I treat you well now you want to be out of pocket she says I hope you don't treat me well bitch how about that <laughs> and she says i wish you would stop and he got so close to her and he raised that book to hit her he's like you see you see how i'm not hitting you because you're a woman and she slapped the dog shit out of him i said bless bless you tengu and all he could do when she was life. when she was walking out was if you want respect then cut your hair what <laughs> okay BTW Tegu does not cut yeah Tegu doesn't cut her hair because it's like her um her can her like um tribute to victims of having like uncomfortable long hair because that was one thing I was gonna clock this drama on I was like Tegu having long hair and she don't ever pull that shit up in a ponytail ever (laughs) but then when they said that that's what she does to like um remember the victims and you know keep like herself focused I was like okay 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 that was just that was my second favorite scene for Tegu which um is the scene where they're going to okay so the basically the raincoat killer gets arrested and then kim bone sheets dumbass takes him to the bathroom and uncuffs him and so the bitch gets out i was like did the fuck <laughs> this motherfucker had just admitted to killing like 14 people and you're just gonna uncuff him in the bathroom <laughs> And so he lets him get out. And so now everybody's like on a manhunt for him. And Tegu, we learned earlier in the series that Tegu has suffered from being stalked. Um, she suffered from being stalked. And so her and Hyungi's confliction at the beginning was that um, she suffered from being stalked. And when she got back on the job, they were going to arrest another criminal. And it, um, her, her PTSD kind of flared up. And she got caught off guard with a knife to her neck. And then Hyung shows up, you know, takes the dude down. Tegu cuffs him and then Tegu gets a uh a raise or she gets promoted mm-hmm. instead of um Hyung. And so Kimbo Sheik was basically like using that against her as she thought that Hyung was the one that didn't tell or something like that. No, she thought Hyung was the one who had told the police or told their superintendent that she had cuffed him. When in fact uh, it was Kimbo and Sheik who was doing that, right? To hold it over her head. Yeah. And so for years she didn't like w- when you first see them in Hyung, not in Hyung, but Tegu is like very like aggressive towards Hyung. It's because she's mis- 
misunderstood about the situation. And when she finally finds out the truth, that apology that apology scene was so cute. I'm sorry. I was low-key shipping them, but I don't know why I do this in crime dramas. There's no love line between them, but I'm like, <laughs> never. they're cute. There's never a love line, but I'm like, they're cute. They're cute. They're cute. Um, Which is why I'm making this delusional-ass edit. But... <laughs> I thought the same thing though. I was like, he looked kind of embarrassed, Taeyong's character, for her to yes. be like apologi- apologizing to him. Yes, he was like, he's like the only times he's like kind of flustered around people is is with Tegu, and I'm like, of this of reaction from Taeyong, <laughs> it's it's giving. And Kim Nam Gil said that he would do a melodrama with Kim So Jin. So world, make that happen. Give me, give me, give it to me. That would be fucking fantastic. I felt so much. I fell in love with Kim Soo so much. She's so fucking pretty. I was like, she's just, and she has just like this charisma about her that doesn't feel like. I feel like sometimes when you write, um, female or women cops, there's like this over reaction of being like either they're super emotional mm-hmm. or they're like have a like are they're super strong or that they're hyper masculine. And Tegu's just like this char- charismatic woman who will beat the shit out of you if you. <laughs> like and it's not even like provoked like it's not because she has anger issues it's just like don't fuck with captain yun tae if you don't want the smoke like really but i love that scene this scene where they go to arrest the rankle killer because tegu again her ptsd kind of flares up but she's going after this rankle killer this dark alley and she gets caught off guard and this bitch stabs her in her stomach as she falls to the ground and once again hyung shows up to help her you know because he can't let her die of course but like instead of the i commend the writers for allowing tegu to get the fuck up and beat the dog shit out of this man again because that is in any other drama that would have been a save the damsel in distress moment right it would have made Hyun look cool mm-hmm. and i think i'm so used to seeing even the most badass female characters um their most badass moments being snuffed out in light of making the male lead look cool, right? Yeah. So this would have been a prime moment to be like, Hyun's a boss-ass bitch. But instead, they were like, no, Tegu's the boss-ass bitch. Even if she just got stabbed in the stomach, she's gonna take this motherfucker down. And when they had that moment where he, like, goes to... She pulls out the handcuffs, and Hyun goes to, like, help her cuff him. And again in any other show Hyung would have been like you're injured let me do it you know you're injured I'm doing this for you but Hyung after she pulls away Hyung stops and lets her cuff him which is like an acknowledgement and a respect to her agency which I don't think we see a lot in crime dramas so I those two scenes really stood out for me the apology scene was cute Tegu was just like allowed to be a cop without any embellishments and I like that <laughs> All the side characters are cute. I think we have to talk about the spiral of Hyung just going further and further and trying to become, um, well, trying to catch these criminals. When that first scene happened of him in the hood walking around at night after they've yeah. been like trying to catch the rainy Thursday killer for a while, I did not realize that bitch had a knife <laughs> until I saw a gif. And I said, because there's two scenes where he has a knife. One in the park in the suit, right? Yeah. And then the other one where he's walking up an alleyway and a woman spots him and she screams. And I was like, yeah, how on, why the fuck are you walking around so creepily in the hood? That bitch had a knife in his hand. And I'm sitting here like, Song Hyun, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And so we slowly but surely start to see how far Hyun is willing to go in reimagining the murders 
of um, victims to try and catch this criminal, right? Because they they've not been able to catch this guy. He's been changing his mo, mo, mo like every other every other crime scene or whatever. And then that scene of Kim Nam Gil in the park just having that breakdown because he's imagining killing the victim i was like mm-hmm. again emmy where is today son like or just hand it to him because again i feel like sadness is one of the hardest emotions to emote as actors and the fact that every time that hyun cried i was there with him i was like i'm sad i'm hurt for my baby y'all have to give him a vacation please a vacation <laughs> he needs therapy at this point because like he was like that and i feel like again i have i'm gonna continue to compare this to other crime dramas but like i feel like in most crime dramas when um detectives or you know people who are on the right side of justice slowly become more evil that's what they usually do they be like you have to become a monster to catch the monster right and so when those characterizations happen it's it takes on this kind of like either or of the person becoming a murderer to catch the murderer or it's like it's like see how strong they are or how smart they are to like um smart enough to get into the mind of a criminal without being a criminal or like there's some like weird side effect and it's always this like it's always this focus on like the strength of the detective and again Hyung is a strong character but they're showing you how fucking hard it is and how disaster it is for a normal human being to be that engrossed in the minds of the inhumane. And Kim Nam Gil embodied that so well when he had that like almost that first the panic attack he had or that first scene where he's like the the where he's like walking on the side of the highway, that too. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like and you know, slowly watching the people around him realize that there's something wrong. Where he took that hammer and just banged it on the table, I was like, "Hi, Unc." <laughs> um, when they were in, when they went to the crime scene, and That's he was like, "Finna like, yeah. oh my god," because he was like expression. in the zone. Yes, there was like no expression on his face, and he was like, "Finna reenact um, the killing." And Captain Cook is just like, "Hi, Unc," and snaps him out of it. I was like, "Jesus." fucking christ my baby has gone off the deep end somebody save him right and so it finally all comes to a head after he's like sitting after he like sat what two three days with the thursday killer and that just confessional that outpouring being so excited about telling him about why he murders and hyung has that panic attack and he gets in the car and i was like don't get in the car don't get in the car hyung don't get in the car but he gets in that car and he has that panic attack when i tell you my heart was in my throat i have not felt that nervous and worried about a character since like um, remembrance of things past i was just like oh my shit oh my shit oh my shit and of course hyung gets in an accident and he goes to the hospital and he's like, I don't want to go back. And I'm like, I don't even blame you, babe. Don't go back. Don't, <laughs> don't go back. But, you know, he's like, and I, and I love the fact that this drama doesn't try to make everything seem like it's happening day after day. They give us like a correct passage of time of like the year and the month. But mm-hmm. he spends six months in the hospital recuperating. Like he was paralyzed almost. And so to see like him come back and then that last motherfucking murderer he was annoying the shit to me <laughs> he was so his cockiness was just almost like it's not a fault of the show it was just almost hard to watch because yes he really was just gonna lie his way through it 
Right. He was like, I'm a scammer, bitch. Uh, what I do is scam. I'm finna scam my way out of these murder charges. And I'm like, you must think everybody is stupid. That whole, like, I feel like that's also very hard to do for, like, to that, that extreme narcissism. That is so, like, it doesn't feel, like, I feel like it go it can go in a real weird campy direction. But I believe this motherfucker thought he was smarter than everybody. He was just like, bring me the evidence. Bring me the evidence. Bring me. I said, bitch, if you don't pick another lie. <laughs> He was like, where's the evidence? And you know what really pisses me off? You probably, I don't know, if you, unless you speak Korean, you probably didn't pick up on it. He constantly speaks in formal um, formal uh, Korean uh-huh. with an informal tone. And it, uh-huh. I was so, I was like, this bitch doesn't, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I was so scared that they were going to make him obsessed with Tegu after he kept looking at her. Uh-huh. I was like, please don't let this motherfucker suddenly have the the need to kind of try to kill her or anything like that. But no, he was just like, I think he thought because she's a woman, he she'd understand him. Yeah. Or whatever. My favorite line in that entire scene where he was like, they all like me. She's Tango goes, I don't believe that. <laughs> she goes, I don't believe <laughs> anything. Like to me. <laughs> I was like, slay her, read his ass. <laughs> I was like, did you just kick him with his balls? I thought like you just kicked him with his balls. Cause that was just it is so and it's so funny to see it was so great to see him like react to Hyung when Hyung wouldn't like do the shit he wanted. I was like, this is so, it it was so good. And it was like I feel like it was a great scene uh, or like case to close off on. I was so sad it was only twelve episodes. But the pacing didn't make it feel like it was twelve episodes. Like, because the show has good pacing, you kind of don't, like, when you think the show's going to end, there's still, like, 20 minutes left and all of that good stuff. But, yeah, I was, Through the Darkness is probably, I think it's up there with Secret Forest for me. I think it's up there only because, it's not because of the mystery, because Secret Forest is, like, a who did it type of show. Through the Darkness is a really great depicting of acting, I think, if anything. The concept can be kind of boring if you've, if you know a lot about profilers and all that stuff, but I still feel like they deliver it in a way where even repeated information feels new and it doesn't feel like they were saying the same thing constantly over and over and over again. Like if you enjoy Criminal Minds, you'll enjoy Through the Darkness. Yeah, It's one of those shows. If you want to see just actors put their foot in every role. Also, can we just give shout out to, um, to um, Kim Won-hee who plays their superintendent <laughs> every time the criminals would be like saying shit and Hyung and um, Young-soo would react he was like ready to throw up in the rooms and bust their asses over I was like I love he was like taking on like the voice of the audience cause like I was re-wa- I was re-watching that scene where they um where they were interviewing the, the pedophile who was dismembered the little girl yeah. and he was like every time he's like He's like, um, I apologize. And there would be silence. He's like, apologize for what, bitch? I was like, <laughs> He's like, apologize. He was ready to like beat the shit out of all the crews. I was like, this is it was it's also like for this to be such a dark subject, there's a lot of funny moments. Yeah. And they're like realistic funny moments. And I flipping love that. I like realistic comedy. I'm not too big on body gags or like truly comedic um shows. So the balance between like real life and the darkness and comedy and sadness and like family was just so well put together that you feel like you're just kind of watching the lives of normal people and i feel like that's very hard to do and you can only do it with such a veteran cast like this 
Um, but yeah, I absolutely um love the show. Did you have any like favorite scenes I didn't talk about or ones that you really thought were good? Um, I think I already mentioned them. It was the one when his expression with the hammer when he was getting mm-hmm. too much into feeling what the murderers are feeling and then him correcting the woman talking to Yutegu. I think that's it. Those are some of my favorite scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really do love this show. I It's sitting at a 9.5 for me. I think the only reason I can't give it a 10 because it's just a little too short. Just a little too short. Like I wanted like one or two more episodes. I wanted to see more of the cops lives like what does tegu's family look like mm-hmm. like are her parents alive i'm interested to see that i would have loved to see young Sue his family but i understand why it was self episodes and also it's very hard for a show to have like a three-week break and then still come back with great ratings and so through the darkness truly did that and i'm not saying that women are better writers <laughs> but i'm saying that when women tend to get in genres where they're unrepresented, they do very well. <laughs> they do very well. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to just say that. And it's also very cool that they actually worked with Kwano Young, who is the first criminal profiler, yeah. to write this. Like, he's also, like, in the screenwriting credits. He was on set, and he gave them notes, which made everything feel even more real. Um, Kim Bong Sheik got fired, and I was just like, Nah, somebody should have ran him over. But, you know, I, I get it. We're the good people. We're trying to be humane or whatever. Um, But, yeah, I like the diversion of typical um, crime tropes. I like the diversion of one big villain. I like the the commitment to the, the job and the killers without it filling camp i just feel like there was so much good and so much right in the story that i have i have really nothing to complain about so yeah a 9.5 for me and you married an eight yes an eight out of ten for me out of ten i'm excited what is Nam? what is kim nam gil doing next oh island we're getting island what's that it's the um it's based off a of webtoon i actually read a couple chapters it's like demons okay. and horror fantasy and he's doing it with um Lee Dahee and Chan Woo. And it's on OCN. So, you know, OCN make her little comeback or whatever. <laughs> um Oh, I forgot they were doing the Fiery Priest too. I don't know. What crime show I don't know. I don't know. Have there been any other crime shows that you're looking forward to this year? I haven't seen. I told you I'm on my rom com era right now. So I know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. We're we're both kinda in brain rot like <laughs> We're all kind of in Bray Ratland. Maybe we'll um, maybe we'll hop into one of those Chinese dramas again. Mm-hmm. Those Chinese. Oh, the King of the Pigs. I gotta watch the King. I'm watching the King of the Pigs. The King of the Pigs has my husband in it. So yes, I'm going to be watching that. It's 12 episodes on TVN, and it's starting um this week. So yes, King of Pigs. I gotta watch that. Um, oh, Monstrous. I think Monstrous is gonna be good too. I have yeah. not heard of these. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, Monstrous is like um it's also based on a webtoon, but it's like it's like gods and shit. I think. Yeah, it's like thriller mystery supernatural. Uh-huh. It's TV and it's only six episodes. Oh shit. Ooh. Watch them right. be two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says only forty minutes an episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it says um a Buddhist statue possessed by an evil spirit question mark question mark i'm down 
for only six episodes yeah that's like a long movie <laughs> yeah but um don't forget to come chill out and talk about how much you love the darkness with me on twitter i commented or tiktok at comments podcast don't forget to join our discord server we're gonna start doing more community events and if you love us leave us a five-star review on spotify and apple Podcasts. don't act like you don't love us you've been here for every episode for the past month so <laughs> until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. Bye-bye. bye bye